Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. It definitely changed my perspective on events, and everybody there is passionate about the same things that you are. And I was like, man, I just I have to bring some of this back to to Raleigh. So uh, we, we you know we have such a great food and bev industry here, but trying to get you know the the bev side of it out in the open. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. RMO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. If you haven't heard the buzz, Raleigh Magazine is in partnership with Killjoy, to host the Cocktail Classic presented by The Exchange Raleigh, November 18th. It's a celebration of the Bartender of the Year nominees, but it's so much more than that. Um, To dish on all the details, Josh Gagne of Killjoy Haymaker fame um, is here. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here in more ways than one. (laughs) Um, I have to say right from the start, um, this event was Josh's idea. So he gets all the credit or all the blame, however that goes. But kind of starting from the beginning, we we honor the 50 best bars every year in our February issue. Um, last year, we started Bartender of the Year, mm-hmm. and we had nominees. And the team kept saying, I wish we could do a bar crawl. I wish we could do an event where our readers, followers, listeners could, could meet all these people, because that's what you want to see them in their element, right? Right, yeah. Bartenders get come to life when you put them behind the bar. For sure. And so I was telling somebody this story at Killjoy, um, judging a cocktail competition, and Josh heard me. And Mm -hmm. so you said, let's talk. Yeah. Um, So I was kind of thinking of putting something together for quite some time. Like you said, there's the Best Bartender program that you have now within Mm -hmm. the magazine. You've been doing Best Bars for six, Six, seven seven years. years. So one of the very few publications form of media that kind of put something like that together. I know there's there's other things, but you are definitely one of the only publications that gets everybody in the same room and lets us all applaud each other, which is super cool. So that was probably the main reason that I kind of thought of you and Raleigh Magazine and uh, thought it'd be a great partnership. So um, yeah, really excited to get this thing going. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love a good party. I love entertaining. And so I was excited because this is something I, would, I, I wouldn't I would have taken on because you have— Me neither. 
not alone. <laughs> not alone. It Because you need, we bring different things to the table. Mm-hmm. And the best part of this for me is that you know how to get, you speak bartender language. You know, you know how, what they need, what they need to get excited and involved. You also work with the liquor brands by mm-hmm. having running Killjoy and Haymaker and sort of, you know how to, for us to make them want to be involved. Yeah. Um, you know, part of, I guess the inspiration for this, this whole thing is kind of dating back to, um, about six years ago, I went to new Orleans for tales of the cocktail. If you've ever heard of that funny, quick little side story, like I heard of, or originally saw tales of the cocktail in a, um, Netflix documentary called Hey Bartender that I watched before I even got into the service industry and that I found very intriguing. And then fast forward a few years later, I realized it was one of the biggest bartending conventions and it's in New Orleans. Uh, So I ended up going um, the first year by myself. And uh, it was one of those like experiences you need to have those lone trips. And it just made me, I don't know, completely, it definitely changed my perspective on events and it was just completely eye-opening. You know, it's in New Orleans, downtown. It's like everybody there is passionate about the same things that you are. And I was like, man, I just, I have to bring some of this back to, to Raleigh. So, uh, we, we, you know, we have such a great food and Bev industry here, but, um, trying to get, you know, the, the Bev side of it, out in the open and doing cool stuff like this was really sort of an inspiration to to get that together. So uh, kind of went off track there, but what was- No, no what but we, I mean, it, it was exactly that about sort of the inspiration behind this. Cause you started yeah. telling me about all the cool things that are at that event. I'm not a bartender, I'm not in the business, but I tell you, you made me want to go to that event. Just, yeah. just how the liquor brands come in and elevate the experience. Yeah, at the time I was I was the, the general manager for Haymaker. So I had this- uh, team above me. There was this executive team for the restaurant group that we were in. And, uh, we met once a week and the, the week that I came back, uh, I was like fired up and they were like, yo, 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 you gotta like, calm down. Let's, let's like actually look at these things. Cause I, I was just like, I don't understand why we don't do stuff to this level here. And, you know, you gotta look kind of at the deeper, I guess, difficulties of our ABC system and just things that allows you to do. So, uh, you know, fast forward six years later, I have a lot better understanding of the, of the system and, and the, um, and you guys host miracle. You host miracle. Yeah. And it it was, you know, things, things like miracle that were, you know, these, uh, kind of these opportunities to do these things where it doesn't, I don't really see anybody else doing them because I was always told you can't around here. So like to do cocktails at a high volume rate was like crazy. You can't do that. And it, it's, it's difficult enough as it is running a cocktail bar. It's, it's such a culinary mindset from the business perspective of, of preparation and um, all these things. So, you know, I, I was just, I've always been that type of person that was like, cool. I like the challenge of trying to do it. And, you know, Miracle was very, very tough. All right, the so first stop for a second. Years. So yeah. if you're not familiar with Miracle, which that means you've been under a rock for the last five <laughs> years, four years, it's uh, it kicks off 
right after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yeah. and it goes right up until Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, people laughed at me. I got in line at 4.15 in the rain. My friends sat in the car and they go, this is crazy. There's nobody in line. I'm like, look, by the time you opened your doors at five o'clock, mm-hmm. the line was wrapped all the way down Fayetteville Street because it's beautiful decorations, great custom mm-hmm. cocktails in great glassware that I think people stole the first year. They still do. But I'm yeah. like, you can buy them. You don't need to steal it. <laughs> yeah. But but it's a great event. Um, it showcases good cocktails. It gets everybody in the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a fun event. Yeah. It's it's definitely a lot of work. And what's crazy about that is it's it's it doesn't leave you a whole lot of opportunity to adjust things or change things mm-hmm. because it's all crammed into four weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's really like year after year we've tried to get better because – um, you're just hanging on for dear life, like throughout the the period that it's going on. So, um, you know, I, I've, I've looked at a lot of the big picture things. It's it's funny, like every year you have a different perspective of what, um, you know, you're trying to achieve out of it. So in the early years, I was like, man, I want, um, I just want to see how many people we can get in here, how much yeah. money we can make. And um, it totally just took away from the experience. And, uh, you know, Fast yeah. forward to now, at this point in my career, I care about the experience way more than yeah. anything else. So, you know, maybe that's why I've spent uh, as many, I guess, it's taken as long for me to get the ball rolling on this as it is. And it it just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much a person that's like, things will present themselves when they do. They and, do. I'm a believer in there that. there it was, you know, at, at uh, that yeah. cocktail contest and and. Maybe that wasn't the reason I invited you there, but look what you yeah, know, look it, what came it, out of it. it so, happened, so you know, it to give you a, a quick rundown of the event. Um, basically, you buy a ticket. Early bird tickets right now are one hundred twenty-five dollars through October twentieth. Um, it's two hundred fifty people. Ten, mm-hmm. you know, walk into this beautiful chandelier tent, twinkling lights. Ten separate bars, bartenders that are the nominees. We're match, we've matched them up. We've already done this now. Mm-hmm. We did a drawing just this week. Um, matched them up with a classic cocktail. And there's some classic cocktails on this list I've never had, um, <laughs> which I can't wait. But there's a, And we matched them up with a liquor brand. And some of those are great North Carolina liquors, and some of them are top-shelf national brands. Those cocktails are batched. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to go up, meet the bartender, uh, experience the cocktail, and we're not talking about two sips, folks. You've been, we've all been to events where it's a lot of food and no drink or a lot of drink and no food. This event's going to have all of it, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be staying in line for a drink for 30 minutes to have to get back in line for another one. But each bartender every 30 to 40 minutes will be behind the bar in Killjoy, so the event wraps out of the tent into Killjoy, mm-hmm. and they'll be mic'd up and mixing and working their magic behind the bar. Um, so you can see them make it. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do kind of want to, I guess, go in on is it is called a cocktail classic. And most of these are classics. But for most people who think of classics like the old fashioned, and there's there's some in here that you said you haven't heard of, they are what you would call modern classics. Mm-hmm. So I guess when you get to some of the classics that's been around since the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. Some of these were from the disco era. Yeah, so that, um, but it's a good mix. So it, it, but you know, there's in the cocktail world, there's plenty of, of cocktails that we consider classics that inspired a, a modern era of 
of thought into, you know, building drinks and, and, you know, some of these are, are right there. So yes, we, we definitely wanted to keep it approachable with this, with this first oh, one, yeah. but don't get it twisted. All these bartenders are, are able to do whatever they right. want with it. So it's going to be fun to see um, ingredients, uh, the spin on it, the delivery. Um, we're encouraging all of it. So even though that word pre-batched, I don't want it to scare you. Everything is still going to be made uh, at, at a super high quality. And this is kind of where this, like we were talking about Miracle, this is sort of that high volume, you know, approach, but by no means is it going to take away from the quality of this what This is why he's getting. involved. Yeah. This is why he's involved. So they, they're each having to, um, in a couple of weeks, they're going to give us their recipe and two samples of the cocktail and and Josh is going to vet it and make sure that it's drinkable and that yeah. it will scale and that you'll still have the same experience. But but we're, we're, there is an old fashioned. There is um, a gin martini and a margarita. But there's also a penicillin, which I have never had. Uh, I gotta I gotta jump in there. Uh, so I've been in Raleigh for about a little over ten years, and my best friend who was trying to get me to move up to Raleigh had me come visit and. Uh, during that weekend, he took me around to a, a bunch of places, and one of them was Fox's Liquor Bar in the early days when they still had the metal uh, membership yeah. keychain tags. And at this point, I had never even worked in a bar, and I had a penicillin in Fox Liquor Bar, uh, and then shortly after that, a Sazerac at Seagrace, and it was like. That was part of the reason I moved to Raleigh because I was changer. like, man, this is so cool. Like, How funny is, is it yeah. that when the bartender nominees were drawing, um, Zoe Palmer from Fox Liquor Bar got the penicillin. Nice. Yeah, that's, a, that's, uh, that's an cool. omen of a good thing, I think. Yeah. But we do. You have navigated the um, liquor world, the brand world, and got some really fun stuff, some fun brands for us to work with. Yeah, we got a good mix of uh, some local dis uh, distilleries and um, and some, you know, some bigger name stuff yeah. just to kind of fill it in there for, um, you yeah. know, a few different reasons, but yeah. just mainly, you know, approachability, but also making sure we, we definitely lean towards as many local uh, distilleries as we could. So, right. So yeah. you see a little Woodford Reserve, mm -hmm. um, a little... Johnny Walker. Um, Johnny Walker, a little mm. Cook's Mill. Obviously, we're not doing an event without conniption gin. <laughs> but Sutler's Gin, which I absolutely love as well, is involved. Outer Banks Rum, Southern Star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it's, very cool. It's it's nice grouping. Yeah. Uh, very uh, kind of a funny little insider thing. Uh, you were talking about conniption. Alex Flynn is the national brand ambassador for them. Uh, you fast forward to... Or, or excuse me, rewind back to the the opening of Haymaker. And Alex helped me open yeah. Haymaker. And at that time, I, I knew nothing really about cocktails. And he kind of um, gave me the basics to run with. It was it was funny. He was sort of the, the cocktail uh, guy. And I was like this business corporate, uh, you know, yeah. manager person. And, and I, I learned as much as I could from. So I'm like super, super excited that you know, fast forward eight years and here we are in two different positions, but like coming together to do something that it's, it's almost like 
going back eight years ago. So really, really cool. I'm excited to have Alex and Durham Distillery there. And I, you know, the other thing is it's been kind of fun is that word has spread in Mm -hmm. the, in the, the liquor community, the brand community, the distillers, and you've had some people call up and go in, how do I get in? Which (laughs) I I kind of like that first time event and people want to be involved. Um, because it's not a trade show, not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Tivo Tequila, well, I've been able to introduce you to some that we've gotten yeah, to know yeah. that aren't on the shelf in Haymaker and sure. um, Killjoy. You know, Deep Eddie was the one that I uh, was judging the cocktail contest mm-hmm. with and loved all of those cocktails. Yeah, it's glad to get them involved too. But Killjoy is going to do a bar as well, the non-alcoholic bar, so that we have some, you know, it's a, it's a big night, but in terms of drinking, obviously, and lots of cocktails. But we want people who who just want to have a good time and be there and maybe don't want to drink alcohol or want to pace it and spread it out. You're going to take care of that. Yeah, it's it's obviously the the event's being held at Killjoy, so <clears throat> we didn't want to overdo it with, uh, like, it's a Killjoy event. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we've got the whole bar inside where, where we'll have uh, different bartenders rotating in and out and then want to do something fun with there. So we obviously have a great non-alcoholic cocktail program uh there so i we, we thought it'd be a good idea to yeah. just to have some sort of non-alcoholic options outside for people who want to take a break or maybe i mean don't again like the, the cocktails on the non-alcoholic side are going to be equally as impressive as you know everything else so don't it's it's not a uh you know a, a break in the sense of like right. i just want to go drink some some juice right. uh, or just water you <laughs> yeah know, you know, there'll be plenty of so water it's, there it's part of the experience as well so excited it is a layered event so there are going to be a couple of um when you arrive you can reserve you know they'll ask you when you check in hey is there a particular bartender you'd like to see if there's a seat available at the bar you'll be able to reserve it mm-hmm. so that's that's the payoff for showing up on time at five o'clock right because if yeah. you come late there might not be a seat left for the bartender you're interested in um, but we've got, we do have great partners, Exchange Raleigh, which is doing the development mm-hmm. that is at St. Albans and Wake Forest Road, the five acre park. They're not leaning to retail. What they're leaning to is hospitality. They right. want it to be filled with great bars and restaurants. They joke about, you know, not joke. They're serious about wanting a Michelin restaurant or yeah. Michelin chef there. But Charles and Colvert, who's our partner, if you've been to Killjoy recently, you know, to, when you go in the door to the right is this special little room. And we're going to convert that into its uh, cocktails and couture. We've mm-hmm. got a bartender that's going to be doing a uh, smoked honey old-fashioned. Um, and there's going to be some jewels in that room, fun things to – because it is the official in Raleigh. November 18th is the day that of the Raleigh Christmas Parade that morning. Yeah. And it's kind of the kickoff to the holiday season. So if you get inspired or liquored up, you might decide to buy a piece of jewelry. You never know. <laughs> um, Woodhouse Spa um, for the ladies. We're gonna have a little uh, little space outside, a little tent on the patio that's called Glam and Glow. Ooh. So it'd be nice to step in there, freshen up, and take some selfies, drink a glass of champagne. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's gonna be that's. There's a lot to do can be activated every everything that you do there will be sort of um have a concierge experience to mm-hmm. it i like that yeah you feel like you have lots of engagements yeah uh, it definitely is given it uh we, we we didn't want the feel of it being like a trade show no. um and not just a complete uh party with the intention of just consumption um so there's there's plenty of details that are in there that 
creates this experience that mm-hmm. we were kind of going for. So look, really, you know, excited to see it all come together and just yeah. be in the space all at once to, to feel everything. So, um, and I've had questions. So somebody said, Oh, Killjoy is not, you know, it's cozy and it's, and I said, it is, but we have a, a 50 by 60 tent mm-hmm. that is beautiful. That's going to help you weave your way through the experience. It's not going to be crowded. We're not overselling it. We have music. Yes. Deluxe Entertainment Group, uh, one of my really good friends, DJ Deluxe, been working with him, man, nine years. He's been around the Raleigh market for a really long time, Greensboro market, used to be on the radio, um, most recently on 95.3. If Mm -hmm. you've listened to 95.3 at all, all throwback stuff, we've done events at Haymaker um, for the last five, six years called Dope Jams. It's just a collaboration of of, uh, he and I and putting out some just kind of giving him the the tools to to be good at what he's good at and and DJing and um reading a room and just sort of providing an awesome experience so his entertainment group uh event group is they they do weddings they do corporate events uh we I I promised him before I got engaged that he was going to DJ my wedding and then we decided to get married out of the country and I flew him all the way there to do it. Hi, so that's it, cool. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really awesome. Um, so that, that just speaks to the level of like how, you know, how much I appreciate and, and, and value his, his talent and what he can do and him and his partner are awesome at with events. So this was, you know, when I, when I brought this up to him, it, he was excited as, as, you know, an opportunity for more collaboration and us to do something together. So I, th- I think people are going to be a little surprised at like the level of what uh, he brings to uh, the table with, you know, it's, he's not just going to be in the corner nah. spinning, spinning music. So it, it's going to feel like it's, you know, woven right into the rest of, yeah. of the event. He had so. some great ideas and there's going to be obviously with the opportunity to try 10 cocktails or more, there's going to be food. Mm-hmm. Two caterers. Lots there's going to be food flowing in the tent. And then inside, um, the back room will be filled with great food. Um, each experience, wherever you sit down, there'll be a little taste or bite brought to you. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I think we've put together a great plan, yeah. hopefully. Um, tickets went on sale October 1st, um, and we've sold a lot of tickets. Nice. It's um, cocktailclassicraleigh.com. So get your ticket. I also would love for us to just, we've got run through the list of bartenders. These, you can vote for them. These are going to be nominated for Bartender of the Year, and that will ultimately be decided and announced January 29th at an industry event that we host, um, which is super fun to get 250, 300 of the hospitality bar owners, bartenders, servers, all in one room. I don't know if it's like that in every city. It probably is, but it's fun to watch everyone cheer for everyone else. And everybody oh, sure. everybody brings their A game. This crowd dresses up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fun night. It's always fun. So did you did you wanna kind of mention, because I know there's there's a little bit of confusion at the, I guess the the point of this whole cocktail classic is it's not a contest necessarily. Right. So this you, is more of a celebration of every everybody who's nominated and right. A chance to meet them, see them in action, taste their cocktail, and then hopefully over the holidays you'll slide into their bar, see them at work there, a couple of places. Um, 
But we are going to give every guest um, a vote, a little mm-hmm. golden vote. And at the end of the night, we will give a People's Choice Award for whichever favorite cocktail you had. For that, for that but, night, yeah. But the hope here is that you're going to get to know these people and maybe find a new bar, find a new favorite drink. Um, yeah. I mean, look, this whole thing is celebrating our bartenders in this community right. and how talented they are and what great bars they work at. and. How, when does voting in for best bartender? Uh, December 15th. So hopefully, you know, from now until then, it gives you, you know, we have a list of 10 bars to go check out yeah. and and meet, you know, all of these bartenders yeah. and, and uh, show them support and love. And this is whole thing is kind of pulling it all together. Yeah. And, and quickly, people ask me, I get asked, how did this person make the list? What? So we reach out there. It's kind of a couple of criteria, meaning that we reach out to the bar owners or the managers and say, can you give us a couple of names of people you recommend that you, you know, because there's more to it than just being able to sling a drink behind the bar. Because if you can't create a cocktail or you don't clean up at the end of the night or you don't mm-hmm. run a, you don't run a good bar, then we don't really want to honor you. It's, it, you got to have all those skills. Yeah. It's like a restaurant. You got to have good food, good service, good atmosphere. It's the same thing with a bartender. We really isolated this to cocktail bars or to places that really focus on the bar scene. Right. So you want to run through a couple of these? Sure. Okay. Ingrid Folkers from Whiskey Kitchen. And Ingrid was in the Deep Eddy bartender competition. She's fabulous. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We have Ian Murray Foundation. Yes. Um, Ian's been uh, definitely a contributor to the downtown cocktail scene for quite some time. Yeah. Um, so excited to have him involved for sure. And Connor Cook from Clockwork. Um, Connor's been there a long time. He's a pro. I mean, he knows the bar scene in Raleigh really well. And mm-hmm. and it's um, and he may, I can't, I'm guessing, I think he might be the more senior person for of this list of person who's been doing this the longest. For sure. Uh, Clovis LaCour uh, with William & Company. Wilco, definitely one of my favorite spots in in Raleigh. So cool to have them involved. Uh, Zoe Palmer from Fox Liquor Bar, which we mentioned. And um, Zoe's excited. She's fun. She's fun to watch behind the bar. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Reese Haley at Auntie Betty's. Uh, they're great. Always wow. I always see them popping into Killjoy here and there. So yeah. I thought, I thought it was energy. great that he didn't end up with a gin drink. Or mm-hmm. the, yeah. Christian Gibbs from The Haymaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian's awesome. Very good dude. Uh, very excited to push him a little bit, see how, how crazy he can get. It's fine. He started out, uh, as a, just filling in serving tables at Haymaker years ago. And we threw him into a cocktail contest that we had for an anniversary and he came out at a second. So I think his sometimes not overthinking something can kind of be the best thing. So, you know, yeah, excited excited for him. Uh, Will Bryant from the parlor at Heights House. And Will's new, to, not new to the bar scene, um, working in bars, but he's new to Raleigh's bar scene. And he's he he makes a great cocktail. He's, he's charming and fun to talk to behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a place that a lot of people still don't realize. You don't have to be staying at Heights House to go there and have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. So it's a good spot. Uh, Kelly Lynch with Watson Ward. I was Introduced Kelly a couple of years ago as another fill-in person for Miracle. And uh, I can't, can you imagine the stress of, of showing up day of 
for Miracle. And um, she was, man, she was rocking it out in like 30 minutes. And so if that speaks to the level of just skill for, you know, the bartenders on this list to be able to show up somewhere random oh. for one of the busiest times of the year and then be <laughs> good to go in 30 minutes. She just got back from uh, Mexico with Patron. She won a competition That's and they awesome. sent her down yeah. there. And then there's Serena Thurston um, with Dram and Draft. And I've known Serena since she started at Dram. Um, she's fantastic. She's probably the quietest. She's mm-hmm. got, I told her, I said, you're going to have to work on getting getting a little louder when you do this because she's <laughs> so talented, but because she's so quiet, sometimes she, you, don't, you don't recognize it. So she's fantastic. Um, and voting literally opened October 1st. We have had almost as many ballots cast already wow. as we did in the month of That's December great. last year. So people are excited. Yeah. Um, the bartenders are sharing it. Check them out on social media and go see them. Um, so, Josh, we do this little rapid fire thing, mm-hmm. Listen, I do, um, which, by the way, she said to tell you this is you don't get to keep this seat. I said, I'm sure he does not want it. <laughs> so what is your favorite classic cocktail? I get asked that a lot as a cocktail bartender and what's my favorite drink is what I get more often. And it's usually the, the easiest thing, thoughtless thing. Uh, but when it comes to cocktails, I, it's ever changing, but, uh, I guess I've got two, uh, <laughs> you and we'll, Melissa. We'll, we'll just, yeah, go ahead, we'll go with about. one, uh, uh, a has always been ah. my, my absolute favorite cocktail. I don't, Crazy enough, I don't drink a lot of cocktails right. when I go when I go out. Um, so you left me wanting to know now. So you said you have two. So what's the other one? Negroni. Negroni. But two different. Uh, and I, I'd say there's two favorites because of Avu Carre is like dinner. Um, you know, where where Negroni to me that's usually my last drink of the night uh, when I am consuming. But yeah. uh, um, the you know, funny enough, the Avu Carre. Uh, another one of those kind of modern classics uh, created at uh, the Hotel Monteleone in New Orleans. And the first year I went to Tails, it, the the meetup, like the main spot for Tails, uh, the, the home base, if you will, mm-hmm. was at the Hotel Monteleone. And so, you know, as soon as I got there, went to the the carousel bar, which is their bar. It's got a big circle bar that spins the whole time very slowly, but it's it's kind of a... That's cool. Transformative experience because you're sitting there and like you don't realize you're talking to people and then you look up and it's a totally different angle of the room. But anyway, I got I got a Vucare and um, uh, the woman next to me was saying after I tried it, she's like, it's not that great, is it? And I was like, I, I don't want to say it's not great, but uh, what I came to learn is the original uh, got tweaked so much throughout the years that my favorite version of it is is sort of this interpretation of it, but um, what's in it? I mean, what's the liquor? It's it's sort of like a Manhattan okay. build, but okay. you typically do like a, a rye and cognac split, and oh. then instead of full you know ounce of sweet vermouth, there's like a little bit of uh, Benedictine in it, and then um, you've got a couple dashes of bitters, yeah. essentially, but. Um, there, there's some definitely some modern riffs on it, and everybody has their take on it, but uh, it's kind of the same, you know, ratio build um, altogether. But from our list, uh, you know, I'm not much of a cocktail drinker. I say this all the time. I like I'm pretty boring. I like a gin and tonic. That mm-hmm. is my lean all the time. I I do like a gin martini. Um, Me too. And 
of this list, I mean, I'm, I do a big derby party mm-hmm. every year. Um, so I love a mint julep. I'm of not. Course. I'm really not sure how somebody's going to do a spin on a mint julep because <laughs> I look at it and go, "Don't mess it up! Don't mess yeah, it up!" Yeah, yeah. But I'm. I'm sure it can be done. Something for sure. Yeah, add something to it. Definitely. Yeah, that'll be exciting because that's that's probably the most simple. Uh, when you get down to the the build of it, it's it's a if bourbon, I can make bourbon it. sugar and some mint. So <laughs> if I can make it, then it has uh, to be. Simple. But yeah, that'll that'll be cool to see um, what they what they do with that. Um, you know, compared to some other stuff like Cosmo, where you've got, you know, a handful of ingredients right. that it's it's kind of easier to change a few things out. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. There's definitely a good um, selection of builds as well. It's, it's not everything's, you know, a daiquiri style drink. Right. We've got some boozy stuff. We've got some stirred drinks. So kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. So obviously at this point, you and I are in full planning mode for this event. Of all the things we've talked about, what's the thing you most look forward to seeing happen at the event? Or the thing we've talked about? Do you have something that you're kind of excited about? Um, I know you're a guy and guys would say, we don't get excited about anything. I mean, with, I think with any big event, it's the moment the doors open. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you're not, you're not focused so much on everything leading up to it. Now it's more about, well, there's not a whole lot we can do at this yeah. point. It's just, let's focus on, you know, making sure that people enjoy themselves. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think about back to different times in, in my career so far where I, you know, they were memorable because there was a moment in, in that time that I kind of was able to soak in mm-hmm. everything working together at once and, and being like, man, this is, kind of why like I have such a passion for this industry and this this you know career but I you know this is definitely one of those I mean it's not yeah. I'm not there yet we're like, not there yet we got a long but, way to go but that's that's the end you know the yeah. end goal well that's for me it's um I I can't wait to see all of the the tent and the chandeliers and the twinkling lights and look around and see People having fun, yeah, laughing, that's what drinking. It's about. That's yeah. the, you know that we've truly. You get to do it a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like any night you open the bar, that's what it's about. It's creating a, a experience, and we do it with some of our small events, mm-hmm. um, where like a restaurant event or last year at Good Nights when we did. I mean, there were moments where I just stood back and kind of went, "This yeah. is cool. Everybody's yeah. having fun." Again, like you said, we got a long way to go between now and then, between now and November eighteenth. Right. But I will say this, Josh and I've already talked. You know, uh, Charleston Wine and Food or um, Euphoria and Greenville, all those events had to start somewhere. And the hope here is that, you know, we have a great event. It sells out, which I know it will. And, you know, maybe it grows into a little Sunday afternoon event next year. Mm -hmm. In addition, it's Bloody Mary's in the park or it's a bourbon and cigars event the night before that we kind of grow this into something. I think the most, like, uh, confident thing that I have about this was that the common denominator of, of what we both envisioned was just focusing on making it a great event mm-hmm. and, you know, creating a really cool experience that people walk away with saying, like, I can't wait till that comes back next year. So, that's, so don't uh, be the person who doesn't buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. 
You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by Earfluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon. Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.